Welcome to a new episode of the Soccer and Fitness Show. I'm your host and creator of the podcast, Sean Spencer. Uh, today, Today's episode five, the 21st of, of January, and I'm currently recording this in Houston, Texas. It's a little bit rainy today. The sun's disappeared, uh, but it's quite nice every now and again to, to have a little bit of rain and the weather to be a bit cooler, so, so no complaints. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about part two. Those of you that have listened to to episode four, I was talking about how, how I first got introduced to Pep Guardiola, then manager of Bayern Munich. Obviously, now he's the manager of Man City. He's been the manager for, for quite a while. Um, those that don't know who Pep Guardiola is, I suggest just doing a little bit of a, a, a Google and you can see he's been sort of one of the, the most successful coaches, soccer coaches, managers in in recent times. He sort of started at Barcelona, he was an ex-player under, under Cruyff and then went into Barcelona B team, then into the first team, won a lot of trophies and... Um, Went to Germany to buy Munich, and then and now he's at Man City. So today's episode, we're going to pick up basically after episode four, where I had gone out on a sort of chance visit, if you like, after after leaving my job at the time. Travelled back to England, and then sort of scheduled a revisit back to Germany three months later, I think it was April, April time. So yeah, sit back and enjoy. Here we go. So after leaving Germany, after the first visit, went back to England and sort of left it a few a few weeks before, did a little uh, follow-up with Pep Guardiola's assistant, who at this point now I had received a phone number and and an email, and just scheduled basically a rough date. It was like a couple of months down down the line. I think it was end of January, the first trip. So, yeah, left it a couple of weeks. We're into February. And then sent a message saying I'm I'm sort of interested and looking to come out in April. So it went back and forth quite a lot. And the the problem with trying to schedule a a sort of a, a training visit and and that's what I was after really. I wanted to I wanted to go into to Bayern Munich for for the for a week and be able to sort of shadow and watch and and talk to to Pep Guardiola and and learn something rather than sort of like a, a fan visit. So it was important to try and get. Pep Guardiola and Bayern Munich practicing for for sort of the week. Obviously, they were going to have a game in there, but to make sure that that game was was in Munich as well, because the problem with with teams like that, certainly after the New Year and after Christmas, they're they're playing in the Champions League, and they're in the sort of the local cup and they're they're in the league, so the the 
sort of busy and they're all over the place. So the Champions League, those um, in America that are listening and not familiar with that, that's where the champions of um, each country play against other European countries. So um, it was important to to try and schedule that, and that that was a that was a nightmare to be honest. We went we went back and forth quite a few times. Also, one another hiccup, another issue that we had was the international breaks. Again, because the the top players, obviously, when the international break comes, they they all disappear to to the native countries and and play for them. Um, there was there was a week where. They the an international week where the sort of the reserves and a couple of the players that maybe haven't been playing were were training there for the week. Um, but he Pep Guardiola said said it's probably best if if we just wait um, until until everybody's back. So it took till till April, and I remember I was actually walking into the cinema at the time. Like literally just walking in, and I get a um, I get a phone call, a German number, and it's it's Guardiola's assistant saying like everything everything's finalised and and can you sort of come out? And, and I had sort of I think it was twenty four hours notice, and I was I was ready for it. I had budgeted for it, so I was I was sort of ready and knew knew it was all going to be last minute. Um, but the other thing is, as well, at the time, I, I had um, I had a friend who was doing, who was helping me out with a lot of um, a- analysis work with with sort of stuff and projects that I was working on, and um, he was really interested in in coming out as well. So so I I asked if it would be okay if if um, I had a friend come out from the football industry. And there wasn't there wasn't any issue, so so I called I called him and I said, look, we can we can go, but we've got like we've got twenty four hour turnaround to to do this. Um, so yeah, I I went into the cinema, and then the next day, the next day we sort of booked the flights, booked booked the hotel, um, and I remember it was about seven o'clock at night. And everywhere in England, the shops mainly, certainly where I'm from, close around eight o'clock. Um, and I had forgot to to. I, I didn't have any shoes for some reason. I don't know what I had done with them. So I had to do like this last minute clothes shop to get some um, to to get an outfit to to wear for it because one of the one of the things that Bayern Munich had done for for me was they'd got passes and everything for. Um, the Borussia Dortmund game, um, and that's when Jurgen Klopp, the now Liverpool manager, was manager of them. So yeah, eventually got the shoes, got the plane, and we 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 headed over headed over to to Germany. Um, and the first thing we did was was the by the Borussia Dortmund game. Went to watch that. That was that was an amazing experience. Um, just a, a random story with that. We were in we were in this big sort of um, section within the Allianz Arena, and it was where all the the sort of the press hang out before they go um, and watch the game. And Ger- uh, the Bayern Munich uh, was sponsored by Muller yogurts, just like the Muller corner yogurts, and so they had they had all these fridges all the way around the room. 
Um, and we were we were waiting for about an hour, maybe a little bit longer, because we we had gone in early when when sort of the team arrived for the game. So we were able to to sort of go pitch side for for the warm up before the game and and sort of see the players come into the changing room and and, and meet the manager and and his staff before before the game. But then obviously there comes a point when they need to just get on with what they want to do. So we we were sort of waiting um, in that holding area with the press. I don't think I've ever ate as many yogurts in all all my life. Um, and again, they were free. So you get free yogurts, you can't resist, can you? We watched watched the game. Uh, that was that was a great great experience. And then we got to go down to the the press conference after the the game. And again, it was Guardiola and and Jurgen Klopp talking. A lot of it was was in German. So I mean, I, I didn't understand too much. There was the odd bit in in English, but I don't, it was just nice to to sort of be in, be in that environment really. So two two days after the game, they had a a morning a morning practice at the at the training ground. So again, we we sort of got the itinerary of what was what was going to happen and when to arrive. And this time, I actually knew where the training ground was, so there was no issue. They got on the underground, headed to the to the training ground, and went to security. Said said who it was. And then the his assistant for the first time um, managed to to sort of meet meet her, and she sort of ushered me and my friend through to to the private field. So at Bayern Munich's training ground, they've got like a, a main first team field, and then next to it, there's one that has these gigantic um, heavy duty grey curtains that that they pull all the way around the the field so nobody can sort of look in that isn't meant to be looking in but fortunately which was pretty cool we we were allowed to to go beyond the 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 curtain and we were we were waiting and i was sort of stood and if you if you ever go on like Bayern munich's youtube and, and stuff you can you can kind of see where they where they come out of but there's this like narrow path it was pretty cold and it was icy and like we're stood right near near the entrance and um Ribery, Frank Ribery, the the French player, he sort of walked behind me. I didn't realise, and I stepped into step back, and then he's had to jump over this little step because the walkway is like one step below where uh, was kind of stood. So that would have been that would have been interesting if I'm injured. Um, Frank Ribery, but luckily nothing nothing happened. So they all they all walked out, and those that are familiar with the names, like Robin was there, Muller was there, um, Philip Larms, Feinsteiger, Ribery, obviously, um, and it was an Alba. Alba was there as well, the big um, centre back. 
So we we were stood there watching, and for me, I I sort of had um, I was recording what I could record, and then I was I was taking I was taking notes to see exactly what what they did from start to finish. Now, one bit that that we did miss because they they do this inside is they spend twenty minutes to thirty minutes doing the prehab. So every player had their own prehabilitation work to do so the foam rollers and the and the um, activation bands and and stuff like that so then when they come they come out onto the field then they're just doing the the warm-up um the i can't remember the name of the the coach but they had they had like a specific guy for for the warm-up he was a german guy the players the players went into them and you could kind of see you could see robin Robin and and Ribery and and Muller, um, they I don't know how to explain it, but you could see that they were sort of frustrated with with that coach from from the start, and then until Guardiola and the the other guys came over, the other the other staff, um, and then they sort of like clicked and and, and focused a little bit more, but also Guardiola. And this is what is what was interesting to me, and and I think you can you can see why why he's been as successful as he has is the 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 coach, the one who was doing the warm up, he wasn't doing it like quick enough. He wasn't moving from one exercise to the to the other. It was all sort of one pace and a little bit slow. And and Guardiola wanted wanted that tempo. So as soon as as soon as a few sort of choice words were, were were spoke, then then he kicked into gear and the players kicked into gear, and, and they did that. They did that for about ten minutes, a little sort of activation style warm up. You've you've probably seen a million of of these types of warm ups, um, and then and then from there they then went into rondos, just basic like five v one style style rondos. Again, it was all sort of um, it was like fun, but the pace of it, I had never seen people do rondos at that that pace. It was it was frightening. And again, leading up to that, I I had worked at a good level with with international players, but that was like a step a step beyond that. So they did the 15, 15 minutes of of the rondos, and then they went into and again, like the the name of this is his name's really difficult to um, pronounce, certainly for me. But they went to another guy, and 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 this guy I have read quite a lot about about him, and and this is kind of what I based my professional coaching career on, is the fact that this guy is a fitness coach but he's also a highly qualified coach so what he what he does he mixes the 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 soccer side with with the fitness and it's all very specific it's all timed and it's all deliberate and he has he has a whole host of different different um drills and exercises that he does but i i always found that quite quite interesting because Again, working certainly in the the championship and what I've seen in the the Premier League leading leading up to then, it was all very much like they would the fitness guy was purely fitness, and then they would go to 
then they would go to the first team coach or the assistant manager and and then do the the soccer side so it was one thing and then another thing where this this was blended together and he he was working fitness and and technical practice and it was more sort of smaller numbers and smaller smaller groups um again very very sort of short sharp intense movements that they were having to do like cutting and slalom type stuff um but there was a ball there was a ball involved so they might do they might start just outside the 18 yard box might be a quick sort of one two and then they would have to do a slalom and then the his partner would play it into the guy crossing who had done like maybe quick feet or maybe done a couple of hurdles and then it was like a cross and then a finish so it was that that type of activity and again i, I kind of i recorded recorded all this um and i found it found it interesting quite simply because it was it was justification for for what i was doing because I, a young, a young coach at the time, working in the championship, and and you're trying to sort of change the the status quo a little bit. So it was reassuring for me to see the top top level players and 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 club do doing this style of of practice. Um, so from the from the they did they did I would say around twenty minutes twenty minutes of that. And then they they then went to um, Guardiola and and his assistant, and it went into a nine v nine. And bear in mind, they had just played they had played a game sort of the two days earlier, and I think they were playing a, a cup game. I think it was like the the league cup um, that weekend. So they were doing they went into a nine v nine full field nine v nine. And a um, couple of takeaways from from that was um, again Ribery and and Robin. Robin would get incredibly frustrated if if he didn't receive the ball when when he wanted it, and it was exactly the same with Ribery. Those those that remember that time and that Bayern Munich team will will sort of understand. Uh, how good them two were during that period, and it was interesting to see that even in in practice they were they were playing with that tempo, and again going back to my personal experience, um, youth level and then and then into the professional game, I never really saw that intensity in in practice in a training session so it makes me like you can start to see why they're as good as they are if they're going into to practice and training and 9v9 in between sort of a cup game and and an important league game when they could really get away with going 70 percent because they're sort of recovering and building up for the game on the weekend but they they weren't they was playing it at the intensity that like a Champions League semi-final would be played, um, and then also the passion that they were doing that with, they were they were very very sort of frustrated if the the pass didn't come through. So I thought that was interesting, and then secondly, I, again I can't remember the the guy's name, but the um, 
Pep Guardiola autobiography book. Um, I think it's just called Pep. But the the author of that was was also the he was he had been sort of recording everything Guardiola did. And he was writing his book, and there was a point where Guardiola stops the the session, and he and he ends up going to a few different players. He sort of says something on the spot, says something else, then goes to a player, and this is all very quick, like all in like less than sort of 30 seconds, stops the session, says something, walks over to somebody, says something else, then talks again, says something else. And then um, the guy, the guy turns to me and he starts, he starts laughing. And I, I was, I wasn't sure what he was laughing at. I just thought he was laughing because like Guardiola was just getting like frustrated or something like that. But he said, he said, do you realize he just spoke, in less than 30 seconds, he just spoke six different languages to, to the players. So like Ribery, for instance, he spoke French, then spoke Dutch to, to Robin, then said something in Germany. Um, and again, these these are the things that I think is is missed and not, not appreciated with the top, top coaches like Mourinho's and, and another one. Like if you're able, if you've got a team of different, um languages and from all over the world if you can say a couple of words in their native tongue then they're just going to feel appreciated and and feel like you you care so i thought that was i thought that was a nice a nice touch um so so yeah and then after after the 9v9 they then broke off and then guardiola actually went from outside that the the curtain field, um, I think maybe a few filler players came in, whether the youth team or reserves. I'm not too sure. They came in to make the numbers up. Guardiola took, I think he took three of, I think maybe three of the defenders onto the other fields, and then he was just working with with them guys. It wasn't sort of like a structured drill or anything. He just literally had, like, um, I think it was Alba at, at the time, and he was just explaining. Again, I'm not sure what, what language he was speaking, but it wasn't it wasn't um, English, that's for sure. And he was he was just explaining, and and that was another another thing that I sort of took away from it as as a coach. You see nowadays, um, there's there's a lot of coaches that will overcomplicate things in the sense that, like cones, for instance, they'll they use like a million different cones when when it's not really necessary or certain drills that might look pretty from from the outside but they're not they're not sort of necessary the aim and what i took away from from him is the aim is to to get the player to understand now it doesn't matter how how you do it it doesn't matter if it's in a 9v9 it doesn't matter if it's in a little technical drill or a rondo or if he has to pull them aside and take them to to the other fields so i thought i thought that it was all for me, it was it was um, perfect. Really, it was exactly what I, I I needed because that was that session. Again, I had done like as much research with people like him and Bielsa on on sort of YouTube and books and interviews and stuff like that and TV. 
but to be able to to just be there next to it and and witness it was um the privilege privilege for for me um and then yeah the the, the rest of the week sort of continued in a in a similar in a similar vein we would we would um watch in the morning it was like a late morning going into to early afternoon um Guardiola would they would finish the players would go and then what would normally happen Guardiola um and his his assistants would kind of stay behind on the fields talking for about five ten minutes and then they would they would often come and chat to different people so I, I, what i gathered was there was maybe a couple of friends of the coaches would would pop by they were sort of very familiar with um I think there was a couple of agents there. There was the guy who was writing the book at the time. And then there was me, me and my friends. So he'd come over and just ask questions and, and ask if there was anything like we wanted to, to ask about the session and, and stuff like that. So again, he was very, very sort of giving of his, of his time. And, and I, I greatly appreciated it. So that's pretty much it. I'm getting, if you can hear the beep in there in the background, it's because I'm getting um, text messages coming through on my computer. So sorry about that. Um, but yeah, that that's about it. Um, I, try and, I try and get these within around sort of under 30 minutes, these episodes. But I hope you enjoyed it. It was, I think it's a um, nice little story. It was certainly a, a nice story for, for me. Um, and it's nice to share it with with you guys listening. So again, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up there. So thank you very much for for listening. If you would like to support the channel, you can go on Anchor FM, Sean Spencer, and there's um, there's a few different offers that you can do, like ninety nine cents and four ninety nine and stuff like that. Uh, Joanne Smith has has supported the channel which is greatly appreciated and that just helps with being able to to get the equipment that I need for this and and being able to to put the content out there also you can I'm the co-owner of atiathletic.com so you can you can sort of find out what's the latest going on over there that's a soccer development center and sports management agency that's athletic.com and I'm also on Instagram, Resolute Fitness Challenge um, on on there. So, yeah, any questions, any um, content that you would like to see in the future, by all means, leave a message and appreciate it. Right, Have a good rest of the day whenever you're listening to this, and I'll be putting a, a new, a new um, podcast out soon. Goodbye. Thank you.